Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to pull a card from the deck of friendship. I'm dabbing. You can't tell, but I'm dabbing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, That flavor from the last episode, I'm keeping it in. I like I it. I like it. I like it, too. This is a podcast where each and every week we talk about an episode of a game-based friendship anime. Uh, in this case, two episodes, because we're ca- talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, Episode 4, and Episode 5. Because it's a two-parter, and we're yes. saving everybody the trouble of having to sit through half a duel in an episode. Having us talk about half a duel for an episode. Mars, I have a question. Marble, I hopefully have an answer. What happens in these episodes? Well, why don't I tell you? So, the episode four, Into the Hornet's Nest. The the gang, the gang all gets off the boat, and uh, Tristan has a bit of a freakout moment where he's, like, worried that he's going to get caught, and he doesn't. It's fine. So, uh, they're at Duelist Kingdom, which is an island in the middle of the ocean. We don't know where it is, but we also don't know necessarily. I think it is... I think Yu-Gi-Oh! The Show is set in Japan. I think that sounds right. I think that's true. So, it's an island off the coast of Japan, probably. They they all arrive on the island. Uh, Yugi, Joey, the gang, all of these other duelists. Um, Weevil is there, who in the previous episode um, tossed Yugi's Exodia cards into the ocean. So Yugi and Joey are like, "Hey, heck, that guy! Let's go! Let's go beat him up, but with cards." I'd like to throw out one more thing. Please do. They also, they also spot Bakura hiding in the forest like a cryptid. <laughs> they, they do. They do. So they spot, they're, they're walking up to the, there's this castle and they're walking up to the castle, which is where Pegasus is. And Taya looks off to the side and sees Bakura, the white haired kid from, uh, from before, uh, and she sees him just skulking off the, wo- off in the woods, like the, like the Sasquatch. Mm. And, um, and she comments that maybe it's all in her head, but Tristan saw Bakura too. So, uh, in last episode, it raises questions because I think that Bakura being there wouldn't even be that surprising because he watches them play the game in class, so he's obviously interested. So it wouldn't be that wild to infer that maybe he got an invitation to this thing too, but instead he has decided to go full cryptid and he is (laughs) hiding in the woods. It's true. It's true. It's a strat. Um, and <laughs> I guess uh, it, yeah. Uh, and so the the gang goes up to the castle, and Pegasus comes out on a balcony, and he gives this big speech about how there are new spooky rules that will be in the duels for every duel in this uh, in this competition. And in order to gain access to the finals, you need to get 10 star chips. And uh, last episode, we talked about how uh, Joey has, like, Yugi gave one of his star chips over to Joey. So uh, when you beat a duel, or when you beat someone in a duel, you get, you know, whatever amount of star chips they wagered. So it's it's Yugi and Joey's goal to each get 10 star chips and make it to the castle where they can go to the finals and beat Pegasus and uh, save Grandpa and uh, save 
Serenity's eyes. Uh, and they see Weevil. They after after the speech, they're out in a field and they see Weevil, and they're like, "Weevil, I challenge you to a duel." <laughs> and Weevil just books it. What are you laughing about? He, I have in my notes, which I think illustrates it pretty well. He laughs like a hyena and then darts into the forest. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> he makes like Bakura and runs into the forest. <laughs> So here's the thing too. They run into the woods and immediate like they they're chasing after Weevil and then immediately get it, like surrounded by thousands of moths. This is never explained. It's also really gross. It's also gross. Um but uh yeah, it's never explained. I'm looking in the differences between the English dub and the original and it's not mentioned there either. So, I'm pretty sure that these are just random moths. Like I don't I think that I Weevil c- believes in the heart of the moths. <laughs> Weevil believes in the heart of the moths and he used that power to summon a swarm of moths. Weevil is Mothman confirmed. Weevil is the Mothman, Bakura is the Sasquatch. No, because I respect the Mothman. I don't respect Weevil. <laughs> Weevil prays to the Mothman. No, me, me, Weevil isn't the Mothman. Weevil's the Moth Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an amazing title, first yes. of all. Yeah. So, does he deserve it? We're not sure. No, we'll find out. Um, so uh, they they get out of the forest full of moths, and they don't comment on the moths anymore. And um, they they catch up with Weevil, and Weevil's like he like yells and summons an earthquake, and the earthquake is a huge dueling arena coming out from the ground, and so the duel begins. And lasts 45 minutes total. It lasts 45 minutes total. Um, the duel is uh, Yugi v. Weevil Underwood. Um, it's essentially a lesson in environmental bonuses. It is. It is, basically. Uh, the whole the whole duel is basically that. It's also a all-for-nothing duel. So, so Weevil's putting up two star chips, which at this point would take him out of the competition, if he lost. And Yugi's putting up his one star chip, plus his entire deck. His grandpa's deck. His grandpa's deck. Which, if he lost it, I'm sure that the grandpa would have something to say about that. Yeah, the grandpa would somehow astral project. Even his soul would astral project towards Yugi. Be like, what the heck? Yugi, cards don't grow on trees. Yugi, you did not respect the heart of the cards, and now I have to start my collection all over again. Yugi! So let's get into the duel. Let's. The duel. So, in the beginning, Weevil summons Killer Needle. Yugi summons Mammoth Graveyard. They're equally matched. Or so it seems, Yugi attacks, uh, but the Killer Needle actually has more attack points because of the field power bonus from the fact that the duel is set in the forest. And and can I tell? Can I say what happens because of that? Uh, absolutely. Yugi has to move Mammoth Graveyard to the graveyard. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. I was trying really hard not to make that joke, and you did it. <laughs> Weevil summons Hercules Beetle, and... And it's saying zero to hero. (laughs) And then Yuki summons... Feral Imp! Imp. He sure does. 
which I have to say did not get the greatest introduction because no, no. Feral Imp immediately gets just completely annihilated. Well, Yugi completely gives him the destroyed. unicorn horn, and this is not enough to make him a match for whatever. Well, the unicorn out. horn is enough, except for the fact um, that uh, that the Hercules Beetle uh, has an equip card that is, I believe, not shown. Oh. Um, that, like, it, that's what it says on the wiki. It's it weird. has a gun. It has a, well, it, it's funny you say that because Weevil then j- does summon <laughs> the basic insect and then does give it a gun. Right. Yeah, he does do that, doesn't he? Yeah. A level three laser cannon and a level two power boost. Yeah, he, at, at one point, like, while this was happening, well, he was like he was summoning all these cards and putting all these attachments on them. I have in my notes uh, that it kind of seems like Weevil's just making things up as he goes along. Like it, I, I don't think does, any of these yeah. cards are real or these rules are real. I think he's just saying words and things are happening. You would think so, but he this is the sta- same strat he uses to beat Wreck. It's true, and yeah. Um, so, it's still ridiculous as heck. He so, just says it so confidently that the referees don't check. There are, <laughs> there are. Here's the thing. Here's the truth of it. There are some cards that only exist in the anime. That's hilarious. I'd like to point out that while this is, while he's doing this magic super huge attack, he does reveal that his motivation is to take revenge for all dead bugs. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Which is a really lofty goal, isn't it? He says, I'm pretty sure, I didn't write the exact quote down, but it was something like, uh, I'm taking revenge for all the the bugs you've stepped on, uh, killed, or fumigated. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Wow. Um, Weevil keeps summoning all of these monsters. Gokibori, Big Insect, Kamakiriman. These are apparently real. I believe it. Uh, But all this time... Uh, Yugi has been drawing cards and doing stuff, and he had set down a trap card earlier, uh, which was Mirror Force. So when Weevil attacks with all these monsters, they all get destroyed by Mirror Force. And he, he used the I am rubber, you are glue technique. Basically. Uh, and drops Weevil's life points from 2,000 to 555. Which I said like it was a fun meme number, but it's not. It is now. 555. Hell yeah. All the while, Yugi's friends are there to cheer him on. But who else shows up? Maya Valentine. Yeah, yeah. So all this time, Yugi is... Because, you know, in... I guess the last, like, duel that Yugi was in was the duel with Kaiba, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, like, really, like... The first time we're really seeing that um, Yugi's friends. I mean, Joey cheered him on for the for the Kaiba duel, but uh, this is the first time we're seeing that like all of his friends are basically just cheering him on the entire time. And Mai is there, uh, and she's just saying like, "Ugh, you're just distracting him. You're just like you're uh, you're not doing anything. Like this is this is all this is all this is all a bunch of baloney." Friends don't help anyone. Uh, we are told through context that Mai has no friends, or at the very least, she doesn't have friends that support her hobby. It's true. It's, it's true. It's kind of tragic, isn't it? It is. It is. Like, she's kind of a lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... 
as most lesbians are oft want to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the then we go into episode five, which is basically like all about Weevil's moth. Like it is, isn't it? Huh. This, this episode is just all about Yugi trying to deal with a big moth. So Weevil sets the lar- larvae moth, um, and Yami does some, uh, Yugi does some stuff, and uh, Weevil uh, d- equips it with Cocoon of Evolution, um, which uh, basically puts the larva moth in a cocoon for five turns, and at the end of those five turns, uh, will become a like level five, cool, perfectly ultimate great moth. Or whatever. Mothman. The Mothman. Yeah. I'd like to quickly interject that when he does this, the camera zooms in on his face and there's like a freeze frame of him with like this evil smile. And the music kind of quiets down like he's about to say something villainous or profound about his strategy or whatever. But he does an internal evil laugh. Like it's It's just (laughs) entirely in his head, but he does an evil laugh on the inside. It's true. It's true. Yugi uh, summons Gaia the Fierce Knight uh, and is this like, guess what? I can totally break down your uh, cocoon before the five turns are up and I'll defeat your monster. That's how it works. It's it's cool. Um, And Weevil is like, is like, guess what? Nah, even though you destroyed the cocoon, I still get my, like, level four Great Moth, so it's like, whatever. Um, this is also our first introduced into fusion summoning. Oh my lord, there's, I mean, when the whole episode is centered on half of a duel, you know that there's a lot going on. Yeah, he used the polyamorization card. Yeah, the polymerization card to fuse Curse of Dragon with Guy the Fierce Knight to summon Guy the Dragon Champion. Which is great and all. Which he just refers to as my knight the whole time. Which I'm it's like, true. say the name, That's say cute. the name. It's true. He cares. Yeah, he, he cares. does care. My knight. Aw. Uh, it's almost sweet. Um, it is. Uh, so, anyway. So, there's a weird thing where the Great Moth uh, is poisonous scales... Um, are depleting the attack points of Gaia, the Dragon Champion, like, by 100 points every second? Which is not how the game works. But it adds the drama. The, we, when you're playing the game, it's, you're, the, the amount of seconds don't matter. But okay. The drama. Uh, Yugi does, uh, does a magic card, which is, uh, Maiku, Ma- the Magical Mist, uh, which, uh, stops the poisonous scales, and it's, it basically summons rain. Then the Great Moth destroys Dragon Champion. Yugi summons Summon Skull, which beats uh, the Great Moth because the Great Moth is wet, and Summon Skull attacks with lightning. Uh, it's it's like it's like the Brock. It's like the Brock. I was fight. about to say it's very it's very Pikachu electrocuting a rock type Pokemon, isn't it? It very much is. Um, and now is that so? You know the game a little bit better than I do. Is that a thing right. that can happen? Um. Oh, this moth is wet, so we're using an electric attack. Or is it like literally just like Brock, where it's like that is just so, environmental storytelling? So, so how it would actually work in the game now, as far as I'm aware, is that the field bonus comes from a card. It comes from a field card. Oh, so is, field bonuses aren't made up. They're no, not made those up. Those are a real thing. Those are real. Okay. While and let me check this. The magical mist card is probably anime only. Yes, it is. 
how the card would probably actually work is like the wording would be um, gives thunder type monsters uh, 1000 attack bonus for this attack. Like that's okay. probably how it would be like balanced today. Yeah. I don't know how to how to talk about the poisonous scales in actual game right. terms. We, I, we're, 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 we're very hypothetically writing them into the game. We're Because most of the cards in this episode are anime only, it seems. Or at least, like, almost all of the cards that Weevil uses. Which is very funny to me, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yugi beats Weevil, and um, apparently, according to this, attains Weevil's title of national champion, which is never oh. brought up. That's uh, wow. Okay. And so he like he retroactively erased Weevil's previous victories. Yeah, yeah that doesn't Weevil. make any sense. <laughs> Weevil doesn't exist anymore. He Weevil's sent dead. To the, sent to the garbage realm. Okay, if this was the original anime, Weevil uh-huh. would be dead. It's- See, I used to make <laughs> sent to the shadow realm jokes. Right. Mm. Yugi pulled out a gun and sent him <laughs> to no. the shadow realm. No. Uh, all right, Weevil. I draw gun. So how did y'all feel about this episode? Uh, I mean, these two episodes were were like... I mean, the duel is fun to watch, but it's also very confusing and doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, from the perspective of someone who doesn't understand what's happening in any of the duels, I didn't know that. I was into it. I was like, wow, look at all this cool stuff. I wonder what this looks like to somebody who like knows the cards well. <laughs> I, I think future duels, like, stop using anime-only cards and start, like, actually, like, Try to making to making more. duels that make sense. But certainly right now, um, like, for for me, who has played the game and, and does play the game, uh, yeah, this, this duel was whack, yo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Um, I just want to get out of the way super fast that I think I made a slight mistake and I'm just thinking about it now in episode uh-huh. two, episode two specifically, because my expectations were entirely based around what I saw in episode one. However, you know, like it was exposition. It was very necessary. And right. I feel like we've gotten past the point where the stage has been set and I don't need to be looking for like specific themes in every single episode because there weren't really in these two. It was all about them getting to the island and having their first fight. The stage has been yeah. set. We're yeah. there. We're there. The, the 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 communist undertones will come and go. But right now we are we are all up in the duels. And I just I I'm going to be honest, loved this episode a lot. I'm glad because the animation on Weevil was so good. Like, it's way true. better than it it's needed true. to be. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when they showed off, like, Yugi's friends and stuff, like, the animation took a little dip. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was... It was at the expense of like these these very very beautiful scenes of Weevil doing like evil laughs and stuff. Ray, what did you think about this episode? So a couple things. I thought that the duel was tight, was sick, but I think the episode that these two episodes actually shown in in a couple other areas. Uh, the the banter and conversation between Yugi and Weevil very good. They made yeah, it very yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, lot of it, lot of bug puns from the both. Oh of them. my god, I. From everyone, Loved Joey it. had some choice bug puns. 
the sass from Taya. I don't care. I didn't realize Taya was so savage. Yeah, she had a chip on her shoulder, didn't she? And this she is really the, did. She was like, oh, that my val- Valentine. And I'm like, this is the first time you're meeting my. What are you talking about? But still savage. Well, now, if, if, if somebody came up to you, like, that you barely know, like, you've only really seen her. Like, if somebody walked up to you and told you that, like... You're a loser and that you like your friends suck and all your friends suck and that like and that you're just being annoying to your friend. Like, wouldn't you be like, well, that's the thing is that I think that it was like just Taya like had a gut reaction because my didn't say much before Taya was like, oh, my God, it's you. (laughs) Like, like she had a gut reaction and like a gut instinct that my was trouble and then it just turned out to be right. Like, yeah. like, like, as soon as Mai walked up, she was just like, oh, it's you. So. And then it was. Um, but, okay, I want to talk about Mai more because it's a very big part of why this episode was good for me. Yes. But I did take a note here that I just noticed. Uh, and <laughs> I wrote, how much research did Weevil do to know that Yugi's favorite card is Dark Magician? <laughs> like. I, didn't I don't even know, know that. I, I, yeah, it was weird. Like, how much research did did this boy do? Okay, so I'm reading some changes to the English dub, which is a which is a feature that's going to be on every episode now. Please, mm-hmm. but there's two things that I want to point out. One is just a crazy like thing that is like like one's just wild, and the other changes everything. Oh, so I'm going to read the wild one first. Okay. In the Japanese version, Yugi refers to the duel between him and Weevil as a live-or-die match, as he is betting his card deck, which he is referred to as his life as a duelist. This is interesting, as in the manga, Yugi bets only his starship and his life against Weevil's two starships, with the implication that if Weevil wins, Yugi will commit suicide and Weevil will get his deck. All references or words implying dying are omitted from the dub, and Yugi simply bets only one starship and his grandfather's deck. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh's dark. Apparently. Remember when we said what? that season zero was dark? It was based off of the like the manga, which is very mm-hmm. dark. Which we will get to. I, I think because season zero is only like eight episodes. I think that might mm-hmm. be something that we tackle like after we're done with season oh, yeah, one. For sure. Just as a just as a buffer. I'm yeah. just trying to think of what this would look like in a real life context because I'm like imagining that I bring my my Yu Gi Oh deck to an anime convention and I sit down and the person sitting across from me is like if i win i get to advance to the next stage of the tournament if you win i will kill myself right here right now and you can have my deck it's it's absolutely wild like it's a big honor thing yeah i guess i guess it's rooted in ancient japanese traditions but regardless so so here's the thing that changes everything so, in the English version, it's established that Weevil stole the rule book, and which is why he knows about all of the special rules on the island. Because everyone else, ev- everyone else is kept in the dark. Uh, Pegasus says, like, what would be the fun of revealing all of the secrets of the new rules? I don't know how these rules are supposed to be, like, communicated to people if they're just battling, battling other people who don't know. 
But anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Weevil implies that he stole the rules. No, he says it outright. He in, act- in the dub? Yeah, he says yeah. it outright a couple times. Okay, alright. He's like, don't forget, I stole the rules. And he he also says at some point, you're just jealous because you didn't steal it like I did, or something like so that. So what was the difference then? So the difference is that Weevil, in the Japanese version, was granted sole knowledge of Duelist Kingdom's rules because he won the regionals. Oh, interesting. So, so that changes a lot because yeah. in the dub, the whole point is that Weevil is like sneaky and traitorous and a cheater. Mm-hmm. In the Japanese version, he only knows what he knows because he won. Where does that? Where does that put Weevil? So he's like in. in he's not fully a villain in the Japanese. Right. He's just another duelist who has an upper hand. He's because he's, n- he's not a villain. He's just. A jerk. Right. And a jerk. Um, but they they played it up a lot more in the dub, which is interesting. Higher stakes, I guess. I, I get. I guess. They, well, they're positioning Yugi as like a hyper altruistic, very good hero. Whereas if, if Weevil did not cheat and do evil and commit crime, then like... Then like how do like he's just another duelist, you know? He's just another person that wants something out of this event. But if he's an evil boy, then Yami Yugi is vanquishing evil. Also, can we talk about how Yami Yugi looks like a villain for like half of this episode? <laughs> it's true. He yeah. lands like, an attack in the in background, red. turns like red and purple and like pulsates yeah. behind him. Like the background yeah. is like just this bad acid trip of like like just horrid proportions. And he's like, he's like, looks like you activated my trap card. And he looks like he's about to like pull a gun on Weevil. So how do you make that look like he's still a good guy? Well, his opponent stole the rules. So technically he can do whatever he wants. Technically he's still morally right somehow. Yeah. Uh. I know I said it changes everything, but does it really change that much? Because like Weevil still, like, was playing underhanded tactics either way. He did throw a still bunch of cards Exodia. into the ocean. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's like, I think either way, Weevil's, like, not a cool dude. Right. I don't know. I just think that's, like, a really, like, the fact that they decided to play up his villain, like, his villainry even further. Yeah. Which I don't mind, honestly. I think that, like, I was having so much fun watching Weevil just do his thing. Yeah. And I could tell that the voice actor in the booth was having a blast the whole time. Oh, for sure. Who- especially especially when he was, like, when he draw- drew his, like, a weak monster and was like, oh, I, I only have this weak monster. Well, I might as well play. Like, when he was doing that bit, like, especially, it just sounded like he was having so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, like, you could tell the animators were having a normal one. Mm. Like, all those scenes where he's just, like, laughing and, like, oh, God. I love yeah. the animation in this episode so much. Speaking of the animation, there's there's a lot of, like, kind of gross moments in the animation in, in these episodes. Well, yeah, because the bugs. They got well, the bugs. I don't, I don't mind the bugs, but there's, like, well, the two that stick out to me is there's a scene where one of, like, Weevil's monsters gets, like, 
jumps into the mouth of one of Yugi's monsters, and they are both destroyed. Yeah, that was disgusting. It was so gross to look at. I, okay, it was some, I think it might have been a trap card or something, and it was a giant millipede, and it jumped into Karibo, and then Karibo exploded. You're right, and that's I what it was, am yeah. traumatized. Yeah, it's, that's it, that's not great. Also, it was I don't so like gross. how Karibo was used as a blood sacrifice. Yeah, that's what Karibo is. Unfair. I think he's cute. It's important. Karibo as a card is definitely designed to be destroyed. But like, it's a very important card. Right, yeah. It's not a bad card. Like I've seen there are plenty of Karibo decks. And there are a lot of different variations of Karibo, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get into that. What was the other gross thing, Mars? The other gross thing was, like, the way the Great Moth died at the end. Mm. No, I don't remember that. I'm thinking. It was, like, charred and on fire. Yeah, she, oh. was, she was just charred and sort of melted. Yeah, it was, its corpse was just there. I yeah. thought you were going to talk about the, uh, the cocoon, which was gross. Oh, the cocoon was gross, gross too. The pulsating it cocoon. Like it, was, it looked like it was made of veins. Like, it, also it, it looks made... like it was made of <gasps> it looks hairy like... meat. It looks like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like if Krang, like if Krang laid an egg. Yeah, they also a used a lot egg. of gross bug sounds. Like there weird, were yeah. squishy sounds. I was, I didn't like it. Yeah, I was gonna like. I didn't write it down or anything, but I do distinctly remember at the end of episode four, like they were like, "Next time on Yu-Gi-Oh!" Like to be continued, and the music and the sound effects were still playing while the episode faded out, and you just hear like stirring macaroni, and it's <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. Um, I want to talk. That's what good Yu-Gi-Oh sounds like. Oh no! <laughs> I I want to talk about my favorite part of this episode, but I do want to go to the card corner first. Oh, we let's missed go. the card corner last time, but let's we talk. We didn't. With- I don't think we needed one last. Yeah, time. there was it's there true. was not really any featured cards. Um, I do want to talk about the perfectly ultimate great moth this episode for the card corner. I agree. It's it's the the uh, perfect the perfectly ultimate great moth. As much as I would love to talk about Feral Imp during his first appearance, I feel like it wasn't grand enough. Right. The perfectly ultimate Great Moth. And that that is that is a real card? Yes. Or no. It's an anime-only so. card. Oh, is it? Okay. No, I think. Uh, I was going to say that I can't imagine a scenario in which you have a card that, first of all, starts as a cocoon and then takes five turns to materialize into a monster that's pretty strong, but also, like, 26,000 is not the highest number we've seen on screen. Uh, you know what? No, I'm, I'm wrong. The Perfectly Ultimate Great Moth is is a real card. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I was going to say it's wild that he destroyed the cocoon in four turns and that it was still able to be summoned but weaker. I thought that that sounded like a fake rule for sure. Um, so I... I want to say this perfectly great ultimate great moth's name in Portuguese because I noticed something very interesting. Okay. It's the Grand Mariposa Perfettimante Suprema. And okay. Mariposa is butterfly in some languages. So oh. that's interesting. Huh. Uh, I don't know if it is in Portuguese, but maybe they just, maybe that's the closest thing they had. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe moths don't exist in Portugal. I mean, probably untrue, but... I don't know. I don't know anything about bugs. I don't believe in them. Now, this is a monster. <laughs> not real. It's a card type is monster. It's an earth attribute. It's an insect with an effect. It's a level eight. It's a level eight monster. Ooh. Yes. It's, it's pretty, a, pretty serious. Attack is 3,500 and its defense is 3,000. Now, now, notably, and 
I, I don't know how boring this is to listen to, but notably, in the anime, uh, her attack was only 2,500, so... They nerfed... Because it was the level 4, remember? It, no, it wasn't a level 4 monster before. No, no, it it was it only reached level 4 perfection, because Yugi broke the cocoon before um, 5. That's why I'm saying it sounds oh, like a you're, fake thing. You're right, you're right. But I don't know if that's like a real thing that can happen. So I don't I'm, I say that it isn't. I say that it can't be. That doesn't sound like real real I'm, rules. Uh, I'm curious well now I'm looking into because you're right, because that's the Great Moth. And I'm curious if the Great Moth is a re Yeah, the Great Moth is a real card. Ah. Uh, huh. So maybe all of those cards that I said were not real cards, maybe they are real cards. Who knows? Uh, I do want to address the fact that the anime got pretty close to what this, what the card does, because it cannot be normal summoned or set, and it must be special summoned from your hand by tributing one petite moth on your sixth turn or later after it, after it was equipped with Cocoon of Evolution. So, so pretty close there. Pretty close. So, the the only difference is in the anime it's a larvae moth which is also a real card so right. i don't i don't know anymore i don't know anymore what's real and what's not right. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh has broken your entire yugi broke your mind oh my gosh um, bringing it back to episode one baby now i do have a question for you about the perfectly ultimate great moth please would you rather go on like a platonic date with the perfectly ultimate great moth or mothman <laughs> mothman are you kidding me mothman yeah I just wanted to bring back Mothman. That's See? kind of unfair to the perfectly ultimate great moth. So here's um, here's my question, Ray. Uh-huh. Are all of the questions about the cards, are all of them going to be relationship-oriented? I don't think so. I just thought it would be a fun way to bring Mothman back into the fold because we all want Fair to enough. a platonic I'm just going to say Man. that like, I don't mind if they are relationship-oriented because I'm sure we're going to get into some big, awesome, cool monsters that aren't bugs that I would love to take out on a romantic candle at dinner. Like, if we were talking about Summoned Skull right now, I might go with like with Summoned Skull out on a fun little afternoon date. Now, see, the noises he was making, I was not okay with. <laughs> <laughs> see, I like those noises. It reminded me of and home. Everybody has preferences, so... You can go ahead and take him on a nice romantic cruise to Duelist Island or Duel. What is it called? Duelist Kingdom. Duelist Kingdom. You can go ahead and take him on a nice cruise no. to Duelist Kingdom. I will sit back and I will. I don't know. I can't think of any. I'll, I'll go with Feral Imp. I'll go with Feral Imp. I, I want to pose uh, a scenario for you with Perfectly Ultimate Great Mop. Um, you're go you're having a platonic date. You're on its back. You're flying around, and then you just both just get into the mood and start singing a whole new world together. Now, 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 the way I imagine this is me going, a whole new world, and then the great moth goes, <laughs> absolutely, and it's yeah, that's exactly beautiful. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to, I, 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 I wanted to to go back to uh, Mikey, the magical mist, okay, which which uh, is a real card. Ooh, okay. I was. So w my guess is that maybe all of these cards are real cards and that I'm a fool. There has to be some that are just anime only, right? Well, now I'm going to Google that. But first, um, so 
earlier I was we were theorizing about what this card would do if it was real. So let me read you what this card does now that we know that it's real. Okay. Target one summoned skull or thunder-type monster you control. Destroy all monsters your opponent controls with defense less than or equal to the attack of that monster. You cannot conduct your battle phase the turn you activate this card. So it's very different from how it worked in the anime. It's very different, but it's still related to summon skull. It's still related to summon skull, and it seems like a pretty cool card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like to take some creative liberties, and honestly, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, again, I think a lot of these cards worked differently and were rebalanced, like, later on, like, down the line. That's also oh, fair. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's, I think that's Card Corner Um. this time. So, I am now on a, uh, a page, uh, on the, uh, on the wiki, uh, for anime-only cards. Okay. All right. And let Blue me- Eyes White Dragon. Not real. Blue Eyes White Dragon is a real Not card. Real. However, Kribo. however, Not real. however, uh, as far as I can tell, in the original Duel Monsters anime, there are 128 cards that were shown that are anime only. Were they oh all goodness. the cards that Kaiba opened and showed to Grandpa? Because that's what I want to believe. I was going to say, that's a lot of cards it to is a, not be real. It is a real. lot of cards to not that's be real. That's an absurd amount. Yeah, it's true. Um, so uh, there could have definitely been cards uh, in this uh, in this episode that uh, that don't exist in real life. That monster that Weevil destroyed that was face down and in defense, what was that even? It uh, was probably a fake monster. Wait, wait, wait. I ha- I wrote down what he said because it made me laugh. <laughs> no! My beaver warrior! Oh, beaver warrior's real. Beaver beaver warrior is very real. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna i I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop um some hot hot takes. Just one hot take, really. Okay. You're, you're gonna uh, drop hot a hot take? Spicy. I think the episode should have ended. Uh, when episode four ended and Yugi did the cool thing where he bounced off all the attacks with a spell card. And I know that that's not how the game actually works, but also that was such a cool moment. And for that to not have ended the duel, I was like, come on, right? come on. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that like in each duel, like it's like a, a power struggle between like one party will look like they have the upper hand and then the other one will look like they have the upper hand. I'll just keep going like that until one of them wins. I am ready for all the <laughs> stress headaches <laughs> that's going to give me. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I'm uh. just goofing. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bring up my final thought, uh-huh. um, which is all the stuff with Mai, because it sets up a lot of things for Mai and the themes of friendship in this anime, which, ding, 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 there's the name drop or something. Or something. <laughs> uh, Mai is very pragmatic, and we talked about how she is implied to not have a lot of friends, or, and that she's a lone wolf. However, yeah. in this episode, the idea is open to her that maybe friends are okay, because Yugi does win the duel um, with the help of his friends. And she, like, she's not like, oh my god, friendship's the best, but she's yeah, like, like, oh, I, okay. I think the door is open, but she's not, like, walking through it yet. Right. It it kind of shows that, like, you know, 
not believing in the heart of the cards can just be like a general cynicism, you know, like I yeah. have to have the best cards or nothing else matters. But it's like Yuki doesn't have the very best cards in the whole world because some of them are in the ocean. But he he does he does have friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe Mai doesn't have the best cards in the universe either, but she knows her way around her deck really well, as we were shown last episode. And I think that she's definitely going to kick some butt and learn about friendship. Maybe, I don't know, maybe she's going to have her own character arc, just like Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I I like Maya a lot and the potential she has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think me too. One but I'm my... gay. <laughs> and uh, so I is think... she. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I think my most favorite moment uh, in this episode is actually a Tristan moment. Oh, really? Ooh. I was hoping you would say that. I yes. was hoping you would talk about the Tristan moment. Yes, it's very good. Where Maya's like, blah blah blah. Yugi's gonna lose. Nah, nah, nah. And then Tristan's like, then why is Yugi smiling? And I'm like, <laughs> no one else noticed because Tristan is perceptive about friendship it's true i was gonna say like even though he doesn't understand what's going on in the game he has the game sense you know Mm. like he knows he knows when he's he knows when things about to get topsy-turvy yeah yeah so not so useless tristan the last point that i have in the bank is like it happened actually very early on in episode four um so we were talking yesterday not yesterday last episode about um Joey only saving the two cards and that, you know, sim- symbolizes his his stronger bond with Yugi. Um and when Mai approaches all of the the pals, he's like, "I'm Yugi's best friend in the whole universe and his number one pal and blah blah blah." And then he points to Taya and Tristan and he's like, "And those two are trespassers." <laughs> like he just like sells them out immediately and also throws them under the bus. So maybe, maybe, maybe only saving two of the Exodia pieces was a little bit more symbolic than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Joey? So in in the uh, in the Japanese version, Joey refers to them as just funny sidekicks. <laughs> uh, and yeah, in in the dub, he calls them trespassers. Which yeah, I think it's it's. And here's the thing. I don't like, I think for our purposes, we're, we're, we're like, you know, in terms of our discussion, we're only really that concerned with the canon of the English dub. Because right. otherwise it just gets confusing. Which is a canon in and of itself, completely yeah. separate from the Japanese dub. Right. It's true. Uh, events co-align and there's some similarities, but it's overall very different. Yes. Um, however, I think it's very interesting to sort of see the, like, the sort of differences in the alternate universes of these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, like, yeah, Joey in the English dub is maybe a little bit more prone to, to being a sellout. I don't know. A good thing there was no referee there. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> These two are trespasses. I mean, a- in me? actuality, I think he, like it's just supposed to be implying that he's, you know, a jokester. But, yeah. like, his loud mouth could get them in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Mars, I want to know your final thoughts, because I feel like uh, Marble and I had some, some wrap-ups there. My final thoughts is that, like, I... If I saw Weevil in real life, I would probably be able to punt him. <laughs> but would One you? One of those people that you know you could take yeah. if it came down to it. Yeah. You wouldn't initiate the fight, but if it happened. No, but you here's would win. the thing. I feel like, like, um, 
You know, you know how like small dogs will sometimes pick fights with big dogs, even yeah. though there's no way that they'll win. That's how I feel about Weevil. Is like that Weevil's going to pick a fight with you? Weevil would pick a fight with me, and then I just deck him across the face, and he would fall to the ground, and it like it would not be very difficult. And I'm not like I'm not a fighter, but I know that I could take Weevil. He's like, I stole the rule book for our fist fight before we had it. <laughs> and then you're just like, nuh-uh. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap. Uh-oh. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's good to end this podcast about friendship. I think it's good to end on beating <laughs> would, up a small child. You would punt a boy. <laughs> on the note of physical violence. Right. I, would, I would punt a boy, yeah. Uh, Can I get that right. on a sticker, please? Um, so that's that's going to be our first bit of merch. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Is a sticker of saying I would punt a boy, <laughs> and it just has Weevil's face with an X on it. Which at the end of the episode <laughs> is like at the, near the at the end of the episode when Weevil gets defeated, a picture of him. Fly, like falls down and a big X mark goes over his face and it like is like a hit list. It's, it's here's absolutely the, okay. hilarious. Here's the thing. And follow me on this thread real quick. It's on a card. So is his yeah. soul in a card and they just destroyed him. So this is this is maybe going to be a very specific poll, but in Final Fantasy, which is a Final Fantasy, I think eight, which is yes, a game that continue. I haven't played. It's the a game with the cards. It, it's it, uh, there's a card game that you can play, and it in the card game you can get cards with pictures of your friends on them. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that's that's right. Well, you know they have those they have those Yu Gi Oh card generators where you can just throw any old image yeah, on the card, and yeah, give yeah. It, like the flavor text and stuff. I think that Pegasus is like waiting now because he has so much time to kill that he's just online, just using those apps and making funny cards for all the players, and he's like. Yeah. He's like, he's like, haha! I'll make the flavor text for this one. I'm Weevil, and I like bugs. (laughs) (laughs) And while he's sipping on some nondescript drink, it's and the drink is red. Well, I was gonna be less. I was gonna be more subtle about it, Ray. But you just went out. You just went out ahead and. Pegasus drinks blood. Fact. Pegasus drinks blood. I wish. Um, I wish Pegasus would drink my blood. If you know what I'm saying. I know. I. 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 I I am not. Here's the truth. I'm just gonna backpedal immediately. Pegasus is definitely not my type. Fair. What Um, do you mean, Mars? Sorry, Pegasus, but uh, we. I I thought we had a future together. I know that we both swiped right on on Tinder, but I'm gonna be honest. It was an accident. I super liked you. The drama. I guess we'll find out next time what happens. Next time on Deck of Friendship. What a weird note to that end That might be on. the wrap on this episode. No, please. Do an actual um, wrap. All right. Uh, our hand has been played. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating on iTunes. It would uh, really mean a lot. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck or uh, at DeckofFriendshipPod at gmail.com. Our turn is over. Your move, Pegasus. I'll see you next time, everybody.